Welcome to today's NTD podcast. Today we will be discussing the manufacture of ventilator components in the UK. I'm Giovanni Albanese hosting today's show, a passionate engineer with over 25 years experience and a proud member of the NTD team. Today I'm joined by Matt Jeunesse. Matt's the Managing Director of Microlock UK and has been in the industry for many years. Matt's father was the founder of Microlock Workholding Solutions, which is still going from strength to strength today. And we will find out shortly how his company have been helping the NHS in the manufacture of ventilator components. Welcome to the podcast, Matt. Hello, Gio. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you. You're welcome. It's it's good to catch up. I know it's uh, a bit different today, you know, doing it from, from our homes re- remotely. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much for uh, joining in on this podcast. Uh, That's okay. You only interrupted was... my uh, sunbathing, don't worry. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> I, know, I, I know you're keen to, to, to get out in the sun, Matt, so I'll, I'll try and uh, crack on. But, but on a serious note, Matt, how, how have you been finding the lockdown? Um, well, not too bad, really. Um, you know, things could be a lot worse. We, we're very busy at work, although the uh, manufacturing director has basically kicked me out and said I don't need to be there. Um, so, I, like everyone, uh, I'm working from home as much as I can. Um, but yeah, I'm finding it okay. Um, it's sometimes difficult when you've got the kids and the dog and everyone kicking around. But like everyone else, I'm just uh, muddling on. Now, firstly, Matt, can you kind of just give our audience um, a little bit of an insight into Microlock, what kind of workholding solution it is, uh, and a little bit about your father and, and how he started the business and he designed this product, please? Okay, well, uh, basically, my, my father was a subcontracting engineering company in, uh, in Bedfordshire, Um he started in the 80s uh, making components. Most of his components were made for a company called Texas Instruments that were a very large company in Bedford at the time. They shipped operations to Singapore. Uh, I guess that would have been 90-something. And uh, so my father was sort of didn't really have much work. He had already designed something like what the Microlock has become for himself. Uh, and he was using it on a day-to-day basis. And uh, basically, he just started making it for a few of his friends that sort of in the industry. And they started using it. And then they was, other people were seeing that. They wanted it. And, uh, and, and it started from there, really. He then took on board my, my cousin, who was an architect at the time. And that went through the building crisis. So uh, he was looking for work as well. So he came on board as the sales director. That would have been probably 90, 92, 93. Um, and then I joined the company in, in 96. as a, I started off as an engineer on the shop floor, and then I went into the sales, and then um, my cousin sort of left in early 2002, I think. Uh, so I've run the business since then. My father's wow, I mean- recently retired. Um, he still comes in occasionally, but uh, he still comes to check in on me sometimes. <laughs> it must be hard to kind of let it go after you know you put all your heart into it for so long it's uh i mean it's a fantastic product so you know congratulations on the product and it's continually evolving but it was kind of ahead of its time to a certain degree i mean it's still the design hasn't changed that much but it's still so relevant within our within our industry matt 
Yeah, I mean, the design, I suppose, hasn't changed massively, but we've obviously tweaked it. And uh, we bought out a hydraulic system a few years ago. Uh, that went, that's gone pretty well. Again, that's still, it's still, that could well be ahead of its time for some customers. Um, but still, the manual system sold throughout the world. Um, we're very strong in, 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 not in Italy and, and in France, a bit in Germany, but it's, it's a difficult market for us. But, uh, sold in the states and in the far east so it's still the uk's our, our biggest market but uh yeah it's sold pretty much worldwide it's a fantastic product um matt your manufacturing facility that makes the microlock bases um and vices um yeah. has recently had a little bit of a transformation um in <laughs> yes. regards to the output can you can you give uh the listeners um well, tell the listeners what's happened effectively over the last few months. Well, about um, probably three weeks ago now. Um, I mean, we were still fairly busy with Microlock, to be honest, but uh, we the stocks uh, were fairly good. Um, we were approached by a company, part of the Cambridge Consortium. I think basically they'd got a list of uh, everyone who'd got a sort of map to a horizontal machine, and um, they sort of got in contact with us, said, did we have some capacity to make some sort of prototypes? Uh, we, we, we agreed. We said we, we'd make some. And then we got the call saying, could you make these in a lot bigger quantities? Um, they're sort of aluminium blocks that are going to go in these ventilators. But um, So we agreed. Um, we, we ran a night shift. I actually ran three night shifts myself uh, last week that got me out of the house. Um, um, we've been running 24-7 since. we just finished the first quantity. I think it's a, about a 1,000 um, components to go in the first lot of ventilators. Uh, and we're about to start the, the sort of second batch now. We said we'll help out. We'll, we'll do – they're hoping to have 10,000 of these done by the end of May. So uh, we'll do whatever we can. Um, but, yeah, we're going to be working 24-7, helping them out while, while we – that's still only one of our machines and, and the Nakamura lathe. So we've still got, you know, four or five other machines working away, uh, doing all the micro locks. So that's, you know, so I don't want the, the listeners to get worried. We can can no longer make that. We can. <laughs> uh, it's just, we've switched production, certainly on the, the sort of high batch max. So uh, we've switched to, uh, to help to make these medical components. I just want to kind of, uh, emphasize you make microlock units with microlock so it's like reproducing itself effectively so this really kind of illustrates the flexibility of your work holding system doesn't it it does i mean we're lucky in a, in a way i mean a lot of people probably would have to buy fixturing and stuff like that because we, we've obviously got microlock on our cubes um we managed to load up sort of 40 components on each cube uh and we've got five cubes so um you know the run time of these parts isn't that long, but with the five pallets, you know, we could still go for about three or four hours. So it makes things uh, a lot easier, a lot more efficient. Um, you know, it can be left for a few hours. You can go home, have your dinner, and go and go back and uh, load it all up and uh, get cracking again. So it's got its advantages, definitely, for that sort of thing. I think it's a fantastic story that, you know, the, the, the fact that you're being able to produce these ventilator parts um, and it kind of really goes to show the flexibility of the microlock work holding system. Now, in regards to the ventilator part, is it did you have to is it free issue material did you have to go and, and, and get no, the material I mean, I, or 
I mean, basically, they, they haven't got time to go and source material. I, I think they've been spreading it out through a lot of the engineering industry in this country. Um, the prototypes was what have you got in stock material-wise, what can you do? Um, but when it came to the actual batch production, um, we've, we've sourced the material, we've sourced the, the anodizing. I have to give a good mention to uh, the Daventry metal finishers. They've been brilliant. They've, they've given us a sort of 24-hour turnaround on, on the anodizing, uh, and, and that's really helped us. Um, the ASC Metals um, have been supplying aluminium again, They've been supplying us with the cut billets within 24 hours of us of us ordering them. So they've really pulled out the stops to, to help us as well. So I have to say thanks to them. Um, but, yeah, the, the turnaround has been pretty, pretty spectacular. Like I said, from order to sort of sending them the parts out, you know, it was just a matter of days, which was pretty incredible, really. So, I mean, you know, what, 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 would, you, what would you say um, in regards to the manufacturing industry as it is at the minute, Matt? Do you, I mean, it, it's good to see how they seem to be pulling together so well. Definitely. It goes to show how, how strong the manufacturing is in this, in this country. And, you know, hopefully, if any good can come out of what is obviously a horrible thing, um, maybe people will realise that we, we, ha- we can make, manufacture everything we need in this country and maybe some we'll get some onshoring um manufacturing you know back in the country uh so i'm hoping a long-term benefit from what has been a terrible thing could be that we we do a lot more in country manufacturing i totally agree i think it's a very uh, valid point and i think that you know like with your product it's a british made product it always has been and you do get that quality with a British made uh, product. Now, um, mo- moving back to your, your product, really, Matt, I think that in these times, it's a perfect opportunity for, for people to, to learn about new products, new processes, and, yeah. and, and different ways to, to, to make their components. Sometimes when you're so busy making components, you, 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 you focus just on production and not necessarily the best way of making a particular part you just carry on making it as you've always made it but with that said and with that in mind you know your microlock system is a very flexible system that lends itself to to numerous applications you know how can people find out more about your system whilst they're on lockdown matt where can they go to find out more about it well our website was um updated only a few months ago so there's a lot of information and, and videos on there um there's also a lot of uh, videos on the mtd cnc website that that show uh, applications customers using it um over the last few months i've done the last two months i've done probably three or four virtual sales visits over over zoom and skype um where so i've, I've had my demonstrator in my home office and I've been talking to a, <laughs> to a potential customer through Zoom and he's been there with his colleagues and, you know, like being there, I guess. Uh, obviously, you can't touch it, but it's, um, you know, it seemed to go well. They could ask questions. They could see the product, see how it was put together, how it was worked. So so that's something that, w- that we offer. If, if someone wants to uh, get in touch with us on through sales at microlock.com, um, we'll be happy to to set up a virtual uh, sales call with them and, uh, and and look at their application and, and and talk them through how 
our product could benefit them. I think I think that's a good point as well in regards to the virtual kind of selling tool and and, and technologies being so well used over the last um, last few weeks and, and maybe last month, shall we say? And, and I think that what we've seen is is a real necessity now for for automation um, to, to to kind of be using the very best products uh, that you possibly can to to make these parts as as efficiently as possible as fast as possible and then you mentioned your hydraulic solution now for people that are unfamiliar with that solution if, if i had to try and explain it it's very similar to a mechanical one albeit you can automate um, that product automate the clamping of the component and you can do that through the cnc control if, if that's correct matt that's right yeah yeah um you can use it um manually with a sort of push button i.e you just push a button or pull a lever and uh, all the devices clamp together at the same time um perfect for vertical machines but uh, it is possible to uh, put an electric solenoid valve onto the the hydraulic pump and uh, and then using an m code from the machine you can clamp and unclamp as, as part of the program now the good thing about that is obviously that takes out the operator error of, you know, maybe not forgetting to press the button or so on. But also it can be then worked with, with robots, robot loading the, the micro lock bases and, and things like that. So, yeah, it can be used in, in full automation. Yeah, and no, I mean, we've been speaking to, to a few companies, um, high spec uh, being one of them. It, you know, since this has happened, they're running 24-hour shifts with robots and automation. Um, to make these ventilator parts and, and that's one of many stories um, and you know prior to COVID-19 we were always saying there's not enough people using automation but now there seems to be a real necessity if people are looking to make these parts in very very high volume as, as quickly as possible to really utilize the equipment that they've got you know for 24 hour 24 uh, 7 production um, and I think that maybe when we do go out of it, you know, the latest technology um, and the latest solutions are certainly, in my opinion, going to be getting embraced more than they've ever been, Matt. I think that I hope, I really 100% truly hope that from all this 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 bad situation that, you know, we're in, something yeah. really positive and, and good comes from it. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm sure um, that it will. Now, Mac was... So, yeah. was uh, Sorry, Matt. Sorry, gone. No, no, Matt. no. I was just agreeing with your comment um, that I, I believe that you know having being able to run unmanned and, and automation. You know, if we need to be able to compete with with the Far East and and make more things here, not just make the prototypes. We need to be able to make the the full batch production, the high volumes. We need to make that here. So we're not reliant on any other com- countries or, or anything. We can make everything here. And to do that, you have to automate it and you have to be quick. You have to take out the operator because that, as much as you can, because that is the, the largest expense. So if we can do that, then we can compete with the likes of, of China and India and places like that. I, I fully believe that and I think we'll have to. Yeah, I, 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 I 100%. I think this is really emphasising the fact that the people that have embraced the latest technology, the latest work-holding solutions, cutting tools, 
automation seem to be the people at the minute without trying to put anyone down because I'm that's the last thing that I'm trying to do but they seem to be the people at the minute that seem to be winning the work um and and it's really highlighting the fact that you know to be to be working in a very efficient way making products as efficiently as and, and as quickly as possible it's an absolute necessity for for all manufacturers to look at some of the latest equipment that is out there and maybe use this time productively and um, to look at their own process for when they return back if they're not currently working at the minute yeah. to, to see how they can improve their current processes uh, mac was was due to be on around this time um are there any new products in the pipeline that you, you're looking to be be launching soon that you can let tell us about i can let you into a little bit of uh, information we we were hoping to actually have a prototype um of a new a pneumatic vice uh, that we've designed. It's, it's a five-axis vice. It's designed at the fully automated um, five-axis machines. Um, we've designed something. We've got a, mo- a design, a model, everything drawn up. We were going to do the um, the prototype, but then just as we were about to start doing this, we um, we obviously got the call for the ventilator parts, and we we'd had to sort of shelf it. But, you know, had Mac gone ahead, we would have made sure that um, it, it had been there. So, uh, But, you know, the fact that Mac's gone back to January for us is probably going to be a good thing in a way because, you know, by that point we'll be able to not only have a prototype, but I'm hoping it would have been fully tested and, and ready to launch um, and actually sell sell products at, at the show. So... So it's probably done us a favour, it being put off, really, because um, it does give us a bit more time. So it, it, with your strategy there, Matt, you, you've, in, you've obviously got a new invention in the pipeline aimed yep. at a fifth-axis machine and an automated fifth-axis machine, something that we've just mentioned. And I was unaware that, of that, by the way. I didn't know <laughs> until you've said that what, what product it was. So it really proves what we've been talking about. Do you see a big... You've obviously done your due diligence and your research in, before inventing this new product. Yeah. Do you see most machines being automated in the future? Well, I think I think there's going to be a lot of demand for that. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of um, sort of small five-axis manual vices in the market. Um, we could have designed one of them and, and sold it, but we were going to be competing against a lot of people that have already done it and a lot of big companies that are well known and, and a lot of people already, you know, buy buy this stuff. They're they're self-centering vices, you know, you're looking at five, six hundred quid each. There's probably ten or fifteen companies that do them. So there wasn't really a, a a big point in us doing the same. That's what our sort of thoughts were. So we thought we would go straight to the sort of higher end um um the automated type five axis machines where the market isn't so flooded and there are the you know there's a bit of a gap for for something like this that that's pneumatic um which is a lot easier to power than hydraulics um if you if you're doing it straight from the machine or you know you can even you know have a have it sort of set up to the robot arm even something like that uh also the our vice is going to work in the opposite of a normal vice, so it's going to work as in you. It's going to be basically an on-off vice. So um, by putting power on, the the air power 
pressure on, you release the vice. So the idea is it works similar, I guess, to like a zero point type system. Um, so it's going to, it's going to work like that. It's quite impressive. My father and myself, um, designed it between us. Um, and uh, I'm excited about it. Um, there's not much else oh, I can brilliant. tell, really. <laughs> but um, yeah, that sounds fantastic. I can't wait to see it, Matt. Yeah, yeah, it looks good on on paper, but we'll see if it actually works. <laughs> I, I mean, we've done the maths, the sums, and everything, and uh, you know, it should it should work. Um, we're sure it will. Can it be a pneumatic, Matt? Do you, do you have any concerns about clamping forces? Well, it'll be clamped by the the springs, so it'll have disc springs. Um, inside the 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 bottom of the vice, and that you know you can work out how many springs you need to to give you a certain amount of force. So it will be strong. It will be a strong vice, but obviously the 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 more springs you have, the more power you're going to need to to release it. So we didn't want it to be so strong that 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 it you know you need ridiculous amounts of power. We wanted it to be pneumatic rather than hydraulic. And if you wanted to get more power, then it would have we would have had to gone to hydraulic. So, so but we'll use um, we'll use gripper type jaws on it as well to really grip into the component. Um, so that'll take the, the that sort of the need away. I think it could be a really good product and something that you know I really think we could hit hit the market with. Um, you're going to have to wait till January probably to see it, <laughs> but you know, you know, hopefully we'll have a prototype before the end of the year, something that we might be able to show on uh, on MTD, and then you know, when it gets to Mac, people can come and come and see it and have a play with it. Well, thanks for letting us know. Well, thanks for letting us have an insight into this, Matt. Um, right. You've certainly wet my appetite. You know, I, I love work holding, and uh, and I think that one hundred percent, you're absolutely right. I think that that is where the gap in the market uh, was, and I think it's going to be even more so when we come out of lockdown. Which not let's not forget, it's not. Hopefully, it's not going to be that that long you know we all re- need to remain positive as much as we possibly can uh, matt just before we wrap up this uh, podcast for yeah. people that are looking into work holding or or looking at their complete process can you just it, it, give your opinion um to the importance uh, of work holding in the complete process please yes well the uh i wouldn't tell you how many times i've been to see a customer who's just spent £200,000 on a brand new machine and they've got one rusty old vice in the middle of it. You know, that is literally like buying a Ferrari and putting remolded tyres on it. You just you just can't do it. If To fully utilise a machine tool, and, and I'm not just talking about Microlock even now, I'm talking about any modern work holding, multiple work holding, uh, just doing one bit at a time, you know, even if you've got batches of 50, just can't do one at a time it's just not going to be efficient you've got too many tool changes you've got too many you know the machine you've got to have the man stood by the machine there's so many benefits for having multiple work holding obviously i want i want people to buy micro lock because we've got our own benefits you're not just multiple holding you're locating your workpiece you're flexible you can clamp in other directions you know micro has got its own benefits but any multiple work holding is better than single work holding so yeah it's it's a very important part you know you've got the the machine you've got the, the tooling and then you've got the work holding and, and 
and to really fully utilize the machine you've got to have the best work holding the best tooling the best everything on it to fully utilize it no i couldn't agree with you more i think that you know i was in that game for quite a while and um it just fascinated me exactly the same as you the amount of people that overlook work holding because it is such an absolute essential part of the manufacturing process and it for the smallest investment it can certainly give you the best return of investment without a shadow um of a doubt um matt i really appreciate your time today i'll let you get into That's that right. and, 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 <laughs> and uh, 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 it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you um and just to wrap up matt when do you think we're going to get back to to normality not meaning to put you on the spot but i have <laughs> well <laughs> I, I think we've certainly got another three or four weeks of full lockdown and then Hopefully, you know, after that, we can gradually start um, going back. I think, you know, the engineering companies will fully go back when you're probably going to have the construction fully going and then slowly the school's back. So, you know, it's hard to put a timeline on it, isn't it? But, you know, hopefully by the end of summer, everything will be back to normal. But uh, who knows? Who knows? We shall well, see. Matt, we'll have we'll, we'll certainly have a few beers and a celebration when that happens. And I look most, forward to most the day. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Matt, thanks so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you've listened to this podcast and you've uh, got any questions regarding um, our conversation, please let us know. We'll be more than happy to answer them for you in the next podcast. Don't forget to subscribe um, via the app. Um, on your iPhones, smartphones, iPads, tablets, and you can also listen to the podcast on the MTD uh, website. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.